Chapter 2 Patrick entered the Chinese restaurant in Granite Bay, took a quick look around, and then headed for the back room. Without a word spoken, the owner, a petite woman with straight black hair and a crooked spine, stepped out from behind the cash register and led him down a narrow hallway. Astor seldom asked him to meet in public, but he'd called a few hours ago to tell him to arrive an hour before closing. Using arthritic fingers to open the door, the woman gestured for Patrick to enter. Astor and three men Patrick had never seen before sat at a large round wooden table. In the center was a lazy Susan covered with food, too busy shoving raw pinkish clumps of octopus into his mouth, trying to get the tentacles under control before he slurped it all down, Aster didn't bother greeting him or making introductions. Watching Aster eat never failed to cause Patrick to lose his appetite. Aster swallowed, took a swig of sake, and gestured for Patrick to take a seat in the empty chair next to him. He figured whatever it was Aster wanted to discuss had to be important and it couldn't be good. Not only had Hudson McMahon been found, he was alive and well, most likely snuggled in a warm bed. Patrick sat quietly and waited as Astor used a cloth napkin to wipe his mouth. He missed a spot of green glob on his upper lip, but nobody pointed it out. Astor motioned at the big man sitting directly across from Patrick. I want you to meet Hansel. Patrick half stood so he could lean forward and offer a hand, but Hansel ignored him, didn't even bother to meet his gaze. He's a germaphobe, Aster said with a chuckle. He's not comfortable with people germs. Unsympathetic, Patrick plopped back down into his seat. So if my dog was here, he'd shake his paw? Nobody laughed. Yeah. Aster said, I'm sure he would be happy to shake your dog's paw. Awkward silence followed. Hansel's face was fucked up. A thick scar ran diagonally through his upper lip, making him look as if he had a permanent snarl. A bulbous nose and a wart above his right eye completed the picture. Patrick figured the other goons sitting around the table were Hansel's bodyguards all broad-shouldered and young and wearing serious expressions. I've hired Hansel and his men, Astor said, to take care of Faith McMahon, her family members, and every person she's ever called her friend. Patrick had to work not to clench his teeth. Once again, Astor was letting him know that he and his men had failed to do their jobs, and therefore he had to find someone else to finish McMahon off once and for all. How are they going to do what all the rest of your men haven't done? The FBI is practically living with the McMahon family. Astor laughed. Tell him, Hansel. He shrugged. We tailor and take her out. And then witnesses call in. Patrick said. You're dragged in for questioning, and 30 minutes later, police are knocking on Astor's door and dragging him off to prison. We drive an unmarked car and shoot her in the head as we drive by, the man seated next to Hansel said in a tone insinuating Patrick was an idiot. And what about the rest of the family? Patrick asked, annoyed Astor had brought it to this. Kaboom, another man said, using his hands for full effect. 
We blow up the whole damn house. Take the entire clan out all at once and send a strong message. He smiled. Maybe we'll blow up a few of their neighbors, too, just for fun, he added. Hansel and Aster looked equally amused. If Aster was hiring these guys to finish McMahon off, why had he bothered to invite Patrick to this gathering? What did Aster want? Congratulations and a pat on the back? You're going to be their go-to guy, Aster said, reading his mind. If Hansel or his boys need anything, anything at all, Hansel's going to let you know, and you'll take care of it for him. Whatever it is. Understand? Sure, Patrick said. Aster snapped his fingers. What's the big guy's name? You know, the giant who's been attached to McMahon's hip since the beginning? They call him Beast.